The Chaotic Goodness Podcast contains adult language, adult situations, adult topics, and is run by childish adults. Listener discretion is advised. Motherfucker. You're listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, an actual play RPG podcast starring Steve as the half-elven sorcerer Zacharias and James as the elven assassin Shendrick. I am Chad and I'm the Dungeon Master. Dungeons and Dragons and Eberron are owned by Wizards of the Coast and are not affiliated with this podcast. Let the chaos begin. Previously, our heroes had arrived at the Golden Dragon Inn, met with another potential employer, received a job to break into a hospital that was run by House Jurasco to retrieve a magical formula that's supposed to be there. And, of course, Shendrick runs off by himself, breaks into the hospital all by himself, and gets a face-to-face encounter with a ghast all by himself, and bravely ran away. We're going to pick up, getting right back into the chaos. So where we where we left off, uh, Shenrik had broken into the the old uh, clinic, urgent urgent care clinic slash hospital that we make you feel better building. Yes. Uh, and opened up a door and almost got hugged by a ghast. Uh, and so he left and locked up and ran away with his tail between his legs. He has a tail. Uh, he's an elf. Who knows? No tail. And I like to think of it as tactically disengaging, sir. Yeah, whatever you, whatever helps you sleep at night. Wait, you're an elf. You don't sleep at night. Exactly. Whatever helps you uh, trance at twilight. <laughs> Not that kind of trance. Oh, okay. So anyways, I'm running away. I'm going to go find the rest of my team. Yes. Yes. Wait, I could say crew because we're on a ship. The rest of my crew. Yeah. Right. So you leave the, the hospital and you need to find Zacharias and I guess the rest of your crew. Because this, if this building is full of ghasts, you're going to need some backup. That is true. Okay. All right. You're welcome for my recon. And so you know he, uh, Zacharias at least, the captain likes to... Sleep in style, so he got himself a room at one of the, uh, at an inn. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of the fancier places? It was the, the, it was the Golden Dragon. Yes. Where you had a night of gambling. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah, no, I want to beeline to the Golden Dragon. Okay. So Sneakily, though. A sneaky You make a beeline? sneaky beeline? Yes. It's the slowest beeline ever. At least it's not a beaky sneaky beeline. Disguise check. Take 10 damage. No. I refuse. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. 
Made my saving throw. There is no spoon. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm going back to the Golden Dragon to warn our gambling addict what's up. Eventually you make your way back there. So yeah, I go there and what do I see? What do I see in the Golden Dragon when I arrive? Is he still gambling? Uh, no, he's, he's passed out long ago, but you get there. It's the same thing. You know, the, the inn is, is still there. Out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's uber fancy. I guess at this point, cause you went pretty late at night. So it's like, well, wait, I went after my performance, which is at what time again, which that was pretty late. Okay. So if you're going to go straight to the golden dragon and not stop and yeah. trance or, or take a long rest, then it's going to be pretty early in the morning by the time you get there. So you're going to get there pretty early? Sure. Okay. So you, you get there and you walk in. It looks like it did before. There's the restaurant area and then there's the the desk. It looks like there's some some staff there, some halfling staff that are, looks like they're getting ready to start uh, preparing for, well, no. Oh, fuck. No, it's really early in the morning. There's like one lone halfling sitting behind the bar reading a copy of the Kornberg Chronicle. Oh, okay. Looks like he's the night shift. Cool. I'm going to go find Zacharias. Okay. So you start walking up the stairs and everything, and he kind of clears his throat, gets your attention. Goes, Excuse me, sir. What? Do you have a room here? Yeah, I'm going to it. Bye. Like, I need you to sign the led- ledger. Just go up the stairs. Yeah, go up the stairs. And so you go upstairs and... He wouldn't know what room you're right, in. Well, right, I thought right. you told me. No, no. no. Oh, I told you, I was staying. You, here. you left to go stay at a different uh, to do your performance, and he said he was staying. You didn't say anything about. Wouldn't what have told room me what room when he said you were staying there. You I walked away. I hadn't actually checked in yet. I was like, well, I guess I'll just stay here. You're. Go- well, then I guess I'm going to go back to the halfling and say I'm going to look for Zacharias. 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 I thought you said you had a room here. Yeah, I do with him. He just told me what number it is. Somehow I don't believe you. Old deception, Chuck. Okay, roll deception. Does he get a bonus because he's not lying? He doesn't have a room here. No, okay, you're right. He is lying. Fair enough. Honesty is very important in Dungeons and Dragons. Because you have such an honest face and it's late and he kind of hates his job, he's like, <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. So he looks in the ledger and you, you probably would have gotten a fancy room, wouldn't you? Ooh, ooh, he's dyslexic. Give him the wrong room number. <laughs> no, he's thirty-one. <laughs> he, he succeeded on his role. Yeah, he, that doesn't mean the gnome's going to be giving. Gonna give him it's a halfling. You dislike <laughs> you fuck. You fucking racist. Short person. Whatever. Exactly racist. Sizes. They're also races. Mm. Anyway, anyway. So he tells you the room number, and it's one of the one of the nicer rooms. Not not. He's not quite penthouse suite material, but. It's definitely one of the um, the nicer ones. They're like emperor suite. He's at like lord level suite. Something like that. Something like that. Like something you like. Of course, he would he would go into a room that they reserve for like minor nobility or some shit. So you get where our prize money goes. Okay. Yeah, you get up there and you you're in front of his door. It's my money to spend how I want. You have no key. I have a lockpick kit. Okay, give me a roll. This better be a really high goddamn check. What am I paying for? If anybody, if any cut purse. The magical locks are extra. 
Wow. Fuck you. Wow. Fuck you and the horseshoe. Do you want me to add bonuses to that? Or is yeah, that good? Yes, add bonuses uh, to that because it's a skill check. 27. That, that lock pops right on open. You rolled so well, you enter in the, you, you put your lock picks in it and you wiggle it around a bit and it says, yes, sir. And then it pops right <laughs> open. Oh my. He has the George DeKey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that hurt. That hurts so bad. Hurts so good. Oh my. <laughs> so you unlock the door, you open it. I'm assuming you're sneaking in. I'm just walking in. I'm you're not, just walking in? I just didn't want to like bang on the door and wake okay. everyone else up. I was I was picking the lock out of courtesy. Okay. So so you wouldn't so you wouldn't have to wake up and open the door. Okay. Or the neighbors. So you walk in and Steve, describe yeah. describe what this nice room looks like, number one. Number two where where is Zacharias sleeping? And three, how does he sleep? So it's it's not like a grand suite, but it is definitely a separated bedroom area with its own privacy screen, as opposed to like a whole wall with a door that se- that separates off the bedroom. It's got um, a copper tub in one corner uh, for for private bathing. And a little and a and a big fireplace. Um, sorry, uh, Zacharias sleeps in a long night shirt um, that comes down to his knees. You have a nice, fancy-looking cap. Yeah. Okay. Long, pointy cap. Yeah. Okay. With the fuzzball at the end. With the little fuzzball. Yep. It's it's a it's a good sized bed. It's definitely a bed for at least two people. How many people are in the bed? Just one, just me, and I'm like right like in the middle, like like I had like like OCD perfectly in the middle. Oh, so you're not sleeping starfish style. You're sleeping like the number one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Really I might style. you know just like like one one hand propped up behind my head, just kind of a vague smile. Okay. And since elves have dark vision, you see all this fine detail. So ridiculous. All right. I'm going to go through the privacy screen and slap his feet. Hey. Hey. Wake up. Someone's slapping your feet. Uh, what is it? <laughs> Mage hand choke. Are you going to catch shocking grass? No, I'm not going to shocking grass. So you're woken up by uh, Shenrik, your crewmate. What time is it? Time for you to get up. The hospital. Has is flooded with ghasts, and we need to get ahead of this now. What what leads you to believe this might be an urgent situation? Because I might have got in there and gotten through a magical lock to get into the hospital to find out that they were full of ghasts, and now that I went in, the magical lock is most likely not functional. Have you told anyone else? Everyone on the way here. Literally, small children. There was a dog I chatted with, a warforge that was selling some quite tasty cupcakes. So, no. No. I mean, like, what about uh hutch or uh i should um, go tell hutch he, he, human charles human charles <laughs> no nah, i don't trust human charles but i should tell hutch he would be intrigued by this too either way we need to get to work time now all right why put off tomorrow what we can do now because the daylight will make what did you say they were ghasts will make that way less scary mm. Dealt with them a few times. They're never less scary. 
Even in the daylight? Even in the daylight. Fuck, fine. All right. Let me get dressed. Go go get Hutch. I go to get Hutch. Where's Hutch staying, by the way? There are other inns on this level, this area. And when you guys are in Sharn, fuck it. The popular inn is the Irritated Badger. Yes, it is. Why not? And there's a nice fan- there's a nice little um like uh enclosed park near it that Hutch likes to just stand in. Okay. That makes sense. Does he wild shape himself into a bird feeder or No, he just stands there. The moss starts to grow on him if he stands there long enough and he really enjoys that. Yeah. There for a long time. It's magical moss, it's fine. Right. All right, so you're going to go Get them. You're going to go run errands while the captain is... Pulls his lazy ass out of bed. And gets dressed and does his hair. Freshens up a little bit. As you're leaving, you hear you hear him yelling for firewood. <laughs> you're, going, you're going downstairs. And the, the night clerk is like, you just call for firewood? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear him. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear him, too. Yeah, uh-huh. Good plan. You you go collect your party. So Hutch is uh, in in the park where he is because Warforged they they stay conscious, but they need to be inactive for six hours at a time. So he was kind of soaking in nature, uh, and from the looks of it, some puddles too. And and Sean, your goblin friend, uh, is staying at the the Badger along with some other crewmates. And originally when I was making the NPCs for the, for this party, this group of four that we're going to have here, uh, originally I, I wanted like a, like an artificer in the crew and it was going to be a gnome, but I kind of wanted to be Sean. <laughs> sure. So your ship goblin is an artificer. Perfect. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Sean is, Staying at the inn. Okay. Let's do it. I'll go get Sean while I'm at it. Okay. You go get there. And Sean doesn't have room. He was just kind of unconscious in the tap room. Crazy Sean and his crazy drunkenness. He's not drunk. Passed out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to smack him on the forehead. Sean! (laughs) Wake up! Why would you do that? Why wouldn't I do that? that Why would literally you? every Don't other you? time I've had to wake you up, I've done that. Have you? No, no, you never scare a sleeping goblin. Everyone knows that. And yet, nothing has happened to me since I've started doing this. So, and it works. Fine. Next time, I will just dump water on you. Wine, ale. How about you gently wake me up? No, that takes too long. My mom used to kiss my forehead. I am not kissing your forehead. No. Not even a little bit? No. 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 <sighs> Fine. I guess I'll make a robot that can do that. That sounds like a wonderful idea. On another note, we have ghasts that we have to go kill. Like time now. You have a, a what? There are ghasts in the hotel. You have a gas problem? I do have a gas problem. but that's, Maybe you that's should dietary. take something for that. That's dietary. But there are ghasts in the uh, hospital thing that we have to go clear out. So, wait, 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 wait. Like, like gas, like G-A-S, or, or gas, like G-A-S-T. G-H-A-S-T? Yes. 
Yes, there's an H in there. Yes, thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you for reminding like those. me. The undead Education is fun for mentals. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Gasts? Yeah. The undead things that stink? Yes, those. Oh. Why are we doing this again? Because they're in the place that we have to go through. Oh, anyway. uh, the answer is money, isn't it? Yeah, money. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, well, I will. I'll have to prepare my kit then. Um, hmm. Could you find my pants? Those? No, no, those are too big. I think I left them with Wade. Ooh. You're on your own on that one. Oh. I have to go get Hutch. Sean tries to, you know, preserve what little dignity he has left while he looks for pants. And then you're going to go get Hutch. Okay, so yeah. you go out into the park, and there's Hutch. He's standing there, still, completely still, unmoving. An arm is out. There's birds on it. I'm going to walk in front of him and just stare at him in the face. He's motionless. Hutch, we need to go. Go where? There's undead in the hospital. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Wait. Why are they in the hospital if they're undead? There's no help for them. I know. That's kind of part of the problem. Also, the other part of the problem might be in that there was a magical lock that I might or might not have paid someone to break so that I can get in and scout it out to find out that there were undead in there. So there might be nothing keeping them in there anymore. Mm. Possibly. Mm. Not saying that is the case. I'm saying there's a chance that that might be the case. You know, this reminds me of something an old sergeant told me one time when I was fighting in the war. What was that? Sounds like a personal problem. Could be, except that's our end goal anyway as we <sighs> go to there. This is about money, isn't it? It's always about money. <sighs> All right. Well, okay, fine. Where where are we all meeting? We're meeting at the Golden Dragon with the captain. Okay. I'll meet you there. I need to I I need to say goodbye. Oh, obviously. Okay. All right. Bye. You bye. You say goodbye and you, you turn around. <coughs> and, you know those those old-timey like um bird collars with the little the little wooden thing in the middle yeah. that squeaks. You turn around and it starts sounding like that. <laughs> It's a little hole in the side of his thumb. He just, no, just speak with animals, man. Captain's dressed and ready. Everyone is outside of the Golden Dragon Inn. And the four of you are there. Uh, Sean has his, he's got this big backpack. He's got a belt with like, like a bandolier with weird looking chemicals and strange looking tools. He's got his artificer goggles on. He's got, it looks like he grabbed like a, a stick or something and he's like carving like something into it with one of the tools. All right. We got to make this quick or there better be coffee where we're going. Shendrick's the one who scouted the place. Is there coffee? No, there are undead though. And Hutch is like, do the undead have coffee? No, but hey, Mr. Halfling guy, dude at the bar. Are we, wait, are we in your room? No, no, you're outside of the oh. end. Oh, damn it. No, open I bet the door inside the inside. Yeah, I bet the guy inside the end has coffee. I mean, they serve things, and it's kind of time for coffee. Are you yelling at him? Sure, open the door. Hey, do you have coffee? Maybe. What is this guy's name? Yeah, I know, exactly. I have a name, you know. What is it? Jared. Jared, do you have coffee? No. Why? Because you're an asshole. You Jared, yes. make coffee. Paying customer. Yes, sir. After a few minutes, he comes out with a couple of mugs of coffee, compliments of, of House Galandra. I'm going to give him a silver piece. Two silver pieces. Wow, big spender. Thank you. Listen, you little shit. Get the fuck back to work. You have a job. 
Go do it. So for the Warforged, we just splash it on his joints? Or? No, the Warforged isn't drinking it. He's solutions focused. That's all he was. But the, he the, the gob- coffee was needed. The so. goblin picks up, like, for him, like, the bug's pretty big for him, so he's taking it, like, he's two shaking hands, and he's just, <laughs> like, sucking that coffee down black. I like it. He's like, and he, he like, closes his eyes and just lets the, lets the caffeine wash over him, and this euphoria covers his face. He's like, oh, that's good stuff. Okay, he's just, like, licking the inside of the mug now. Fair. And then he hands it, hands the mug back to Jared and says, thank you, sir. And Jared just looks at the mug like, oh, <laughs> like it's got like goblin funk on the inside. Racist. Yeah, he's giving you the death glare as he goes back inside oh, with yeah. everyone's coffee. And so now all of you are together. You all have a job to do, apparently. We need someone that can handle the undead. Maybe we can finally get to the part of the episode where you get into the fucking dungeon. Why would we want to do that? So, do you know about the undead? Like how to kill them and stuff? Uh, dealing damage. Works. Fire! Lots of fire! Lightning. Yes! Burny things! Right. You may even be able to stab them to death. Yeah. Go for the head. But you've turned this into an urgent situation, so we don't have time to reach out to a cleric. Alright, let's go. And I guess hopefully we need to make sure that the undead hasn't like started coming out of the hospital. Hmm. Maybe we should follow the screams. Are there screams? I don't know. I'm not there yet. It's a distance. Okay. So you guys have to go down a level or so. And you get there. You go walking through the the streets of Sharn at kind of like the pre-dawn hours. It's still fairly active. Sharn doesn't really get quiet. The city never sleeps. True. Now we owe New York some money. Um, Fuck New York. You eventually get get down to the the district where the defunct hospital is, and when you when you get there, through like the the slum areas and urchins and dogs roaming around, you get to the door of the hotel. You see that the lock is still there and it is locked. Okay, onto the door. That's good. All right. Don't dead. Open, open inside. inside. <laughs> Don't dead. Open inside. <laughs> what does that mean? Open up the door. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> All right. So what do you do? I'll go ahead and pick the lock. All right. Well, since you picked it when it was, well, you, you've dealt with this before. We'll just go for it. You, okay. you open the lock. Okay. I want you to open the lock so you fucking open the lock. Yay. All right. Yay, All right. The lock is open. And so... Well, for the rest of you that weren't there when he uh, first came in, uh, you walk in. There's a room. It's uh, fairly large. It's like 50 feet across and 50 feet uh, deep. In the middle is a kind of a large statue of a some some large halfling. Around that statue are some uh, chairs. Uh, or, or kind of like those benches that are, they share a back, but there's seats on either side of them. Okay. But they, they look like they've, they're old, ragged, and, and like they're, they're busted up. So you don't want to sit on those. I rolled 21 for a knowledge history check. Do I know which halfling? Uh, it's definitely one of the older, um, matrons of House Jurasco. Okay. Uh, so probably the one that, 
was wanted to to have this hospital here. Uh, off to the left side in a little recessed alcove, looks like a reception desk. On the right side against the wall, you see two doors on either uh, two doors very close to each other, uh, closer to the the entrance where you guys are. And along the wall, it looks like um, it's got bars, like a grill kind of thing set in the wall. And over that is a sign that says pharmacy in common. And uh, Shenrik, you know that up to the north past the reception desk is that door that you opened and a ghast kind of gave you a warm welcome. Okay. And that's where you guys are. There we go. That's wonderful. We use beer bottle caps as enemies. All right. So, right. So what do you do? All right, guys. So there's at least some, uh, a ghast behind that door. Probably more. Haven't been over to the pharmacy. Where do we want to go? I'm a ghast. Ah. <laughs> ah. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at Shenrick. I'm going to go, you, you woke me up for maybe one ghast. Shut the fuck up. We're getting paid, you opulent fuck. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, let's let's look in the desk. You look in the desk? It, it's it been, it's busted up. It's defunct. It's been ransacked. There's, other than some, like, spare scraps of paper, there's really nothing of value in there. I mean, it looks like somebody's really, really old lunch. You don't want that. They abandoned in a hurry. Yes. Hey, Hutch, I think there's some organic life over here you might enjoy. Some funguses. No. No? No. You want to talk to the fungus? No. I am not not that kind of druid. I'm going to open the door. Okay. Okay, when you open the the old wooden creaky door, you open it up, you see there's a large room inside, and uh, there's a number of doors on either side. So on the right side, you see a single door. On the left side, the the room kind of like curves kind of like a, an L shape before it gets into the main area. There's a door to the South and three doors to the East and, and a very large double doors up in the North area. Uh, if you go all the way up to the North and to the left, there's a little alcove with another desk. It looks like that's where the nurse's station was. And when you look in this room, uh, you see, uh, yeah, there's a ghast there. In in this room, you see there's a ghast wandering around and a zombie. And when you open up the door, it looks like they're both just kind of wandering around. They kind of bumped into each other. Then they heard the door, and then they both turned and saw you, and they're uh, coming at you guys. So I need everyone to roll initiative. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the mid-roll. It's me, Chad. And I just wanted to take a minute out in our busy episode here to say thank you for listening, number one. And number two, we are about almost a year into this whole COVID pandemic thing. If you are a, uh, an American citizen uh, or in America, we have been struggling with this this madness for about a year now. Uh, the vaccine is rolling out. Uh, Texas is being Texas. And uh, let's just hope that we're on our way out of the woods at this point. But I understand how crazy people can feel after being stuck in quarantine for a year. So hopefully our show here is 
you know, entertaining enough for you to, you know, maybe forget your worries, even if it's just for an hour. Uh, having said that, if you appreciate the show, please check us out on Patreon. Uh, I've been revamping the the site and the tiers uh, a little bit. Uh, I've gotten rid of some of our old ones. Uh, I've kept some some of the tiers, not all of them. And I'm thinking about adding on some extra rewards to that, whether it be like mugs or t-shirts or, or dice or things like that. Uh, I'm still having to figure out the logistics of that, but there's... That's not saying that you can't subscribe, uh, throw us a few dollars, which we would greatly appreciate. And then as time goes on, if I add any reward tiers to the tier that you subscribe to, you'll get that. Uh, if I create some new tiers and you want to jump onto that, that would also be appreciated. Just remember that anybody who signs up for any tier uh, on our Patreon gets access to our exclusive fan Discord channel. And it is... Pretty interesting. I'll tell you that. There's a lot of memes. There's a lot. So, so, so many dick jokes. Oh, my God. Uh, but that's, you know, quarantined in its own little not safe for work little channel. But we do have fun and we laugh around. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll start streaming all the video games I've started playing instead of editing this podcast every week. I don't know. We'll both be surprised. So anyway, I'll let you get back to the show. Uh, once again, thank you for listening and uh, hope to keep seeing you. You know, this is a, it's a fun ride. It's been fun for me. Hopefully it's fun for you. I'll see you later. So nine for Zacharias. Five for me. Five for Shenrik, 21 for Hutch, though Sean, whoops, here we are, Sean, seven, eight, nine total. The gas rolled a 22. <laughs> so it's coming right for you. Who opened the door? I did from the corner. From the okay, so Shenra, you're okay. Uh, it sees you. So we meet again, and then it comes right <laughs> at you. Yeah, it just comes right all up in your area. Um, let's see here. So uh, it's going to come to you. It walks you with its turn, and it is going to uh, bite you. Okay. All righty then. So let's see here. Plus three. Okay. Wow. It rolled a natural one. So that, that doesn't happen. Crit fail table. Go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, there we go. All right. Uh, so that failed. Uh, that's really all it can do. Next up is Hutch. Uh, let's see here. Hutch is in the back. Uh, Shenrik and Zacharias are blocking the doorway. So he's just going to kind of step in between you guys, like uh, 10 feet back. And he is going to, let's see here. He's in the future. You guys, I'm going to have character sheets and you guys can control these guys, but uh, he is going to cast ice knife at the ghast. So he's going to make a ranged spell attack against the ghast. Oh, <laughs> Stop rolling that die. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. Except for the bad guys. You yeah, he. The bad guys. So he fires a shard of ice at the gas, and it misses. He's oh, so much for that. That was his action. Uh, zombies turn. So it goes twenty. So, 15. so it's gonna get behind the gas and start trying to like wave his arms around it, and yeah. The gas looks like he's getting annoyed, but the zombie's not listening, and he can't reach you, so we're going to move on to the Artificer. Yay! So, you know that that stick that Sean was was carving up? Yeah. He managed to whittle it into looking... It looks like a tiny little... Almost like a little handheld cannon thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's got legs, and it kind of... It's now, like, mounted on his shoulder, and it's kind of like... Wait, wait, like anxiously, kind of like bobbing from side to side. And uh, Sean points at the gasp and goes, Fire! And it just lets loose this blast of eldritch energy. Um, uh, you guys should probably move out of the way. Uh, Sean should have said that before he uh, fired that thing. But, you know, it's, it's okay. It's all good. Thanks, Sean. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, yeah, well, he hit the ghast. Um, yeah, yeah, so he shot the ghast, did some damage, and we will move on. Zacharias, you are within five feet of the ghast, so I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, I like this game. Hmm. Uh, what do I get with a six? Uh, that's your total? Yes. Uh, you are poisoned until the start of the ghast's next turn. So you're currently poisoned, which means you have disadvantage to all your rolls. It stinks. Yeah. Stinks bad. Is the ghast wearing the remnants of, like, metallic armor? No, actually. The, the ghast looks like it's wearing, um, like, livery from House Jurasco, and it's got, like, a stethoscope around its neck. Ugh. Yeah. The stethoscope is metal. I don't think that counts because with the shocking grasp, I get advantage on my attack. Roll. Yeah, probably no. But I have disadvantage instead. Yep. I'm still gonna use shocking grasp. Okay. Here, reach, reach out, out and, and touch, touch someone. someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reach out and touch me. You're his own personal Jesus. Eleven misses. Dang it. Okay. So you reach out to touch him. The ghast is wily. He dodges out of the way, and you miss. Oh, this is great. Yeah. All right, I can see where this is going. Okay, so that was the Carius. All right, uh, next is Shenrik. Uh, give me a Constitution saving throw. Roll high. What? Twenty. Twenty. You are immune to its stench for twenty-four hours. Huzzah! He smelled worse. He was in the war. All right, so I guess you're attacking the ghast since. They're kind of, he's the one in the door while the zombie's trying to push past him and the ghast is like biting at the zombie. Um, actually, can I uh, dive over the desk and uh, hide until they get within range so I can get the drop on them later? You absolutely could. You could use your action to disengage and then hide. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Get there. Uh, give me a make a make a hide or stealth check and just remember what you rolled. All right, that's going to be your action. Next up is Senor Ghastly. <laughs> that's okay. You're you're well hidden. The ghast comes out. Rrr, 
then goes straight for uh, Zacharias because, you know, Zacharias thinks he's stinking. He finds that very offensive. I find the ghast very offensive. I didn't go to undead doctorate school just to be called stinky. I'm sorry, Dr. Stink. <laughs> That's right. All right, so the cast is going to, um, uh, yeah, he's going to, this time he's going to claw you, or try to claw somebody. Uh, let's see here. Oh, he critted. Oh, 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 I saw that's an automatic hit. Uh, so you take... You take 10 slashing damage, and I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Yeah, you want to roll roll dice that actually succeeds, Steve. Oh. A 23. Okay, so you get clawed, and uh, as the, the claws kind of penetrate your flesh, you feel like the, the muscle surrounding where the claw is start to stiffen up, but you shake it off real quick. All right, and that was, yep, that was his old turn. Now it's Hutch's turn. Uh, let's see. Hutch is going to create. Uh, he, he holds out his hand, and the the wood or whatever organic material he's made of starts to flex and bend, and like this long tendril comes out that sprouts thorns, and he creates a thorn whip, and he starts whipping at the ghast. Well, you know, uh, well, problem did come around. <laughs> Came along, whatever. You must thorn whip. Do, 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 do. Unless you thorn whip. Okay. Oh, God. Now it's going to be stuck in my head. All right. Melee spell attack. Rolled a natural one. So Hutch actually hits the goblin in front of him. The go- Sean is very upset by this, and Hutch is very apologetic. Moving on. It's almost like we've never done this before. Yeah. Zombie's turn. Zombie. Uh, hey, I can move now. And he's just going to go straight for the goblin in front of him. He is going to attempt to slam the goblin, which sounds horrible. Sure. Okay. Uh, he rolled a three on the die. Does not hit Sean's AC. Moving on. Uh, Sean, <laughs> Sean, he, he's going to jump up on the desk that he's standing next to at the nurse's station where, uh, Shenrik is hiding behind. So you see the, the goblin kind of gets up on it and he points at the zombie and the Eldritch cannon fires and misses the zombie. I, okay. So I need to roll different dice apparently. All right. Moving on, Zacharias, your turn. You are, um, well, you give me a constitution roll for the stench. Ooh, 17. Yep, you are immune to a stench for 24 hours. Nine. Dr. Mario is not a real doctor. Do not let him touch your genitals. <laughs> hey, wait, that was my pediatrician. It's a me, a Mario. I'm going to try shopping grasp again on the ghast. Good luck. Fucking shit. 12? Miss. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right, Shenrik, your turn. I'm going to pivot around here. Okay. And try to get the drop on said zombie and get my sneak attack on. All right, well, let's see if the zombie notices. Nope. (laughs) It's a freaking zombie. So, oh, so if you hit, this counts as a uh, sneak attack. 
Mm-hmm. You have advantage, That's so you get to roll. Yeah. Or an 11. Gee, uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. 16 should hit, though. 10 or 11. Oh, that would hit. That hits. Okay. So, <laughs> it's really easy to hit a zombie. I would hope. So, we got... What is your roguey subtype? Assassin. So, but I have to admit, I have to be able to act before they do. Uh, Otherwise, I don't get the assassin perk. And I rolled some really shitty initiative there. So, so that's seven damage. But because of sneak attack, I get eight damage. So, yay efficiency! But bonus action, back to hiding. Yeehaw! <laughs> so that's yeah. like a trapdoor spider with swords. <laughs> That's what they say, just so we're clear. That's actually uh, Trapdoor Spider 4. Here I am, here I go. Uh, so how much damage did you do? Nine. Eight. 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 Eight, 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 eight damage? Yeah, okay. Not good damage. All right. Well, you, the zombie doesn't look all that happy. Well, I mean, it's a zombie. You can't really tell. Right. And the zombie moves on. Okay. Ghast. Ghastly's turn. Uh, the ghast is... You keep trying to shock... He doesn't see you as a big threat because you keep trying to shock Oh, wait. Him would he have been surprised by that? What? With that, when I snuck out and hit him? Yes, the zombie was oh, not aware of there. Oh, it would have been a critical hit, then. So double all of your dice. So it would have been four. Uh, is it double or it's max you, you plus double, the roll? You double the amount of dice that you roll for oh, damage. Oh, okay. So, then so roll roll damage again. Eight and five. So another 13 to that. Add more. So add 13 damage. Uh, you you kill the zombie. Oh, perfect. You slice it up and cut its head off, and it falls, and it is dead. Boom. I didn't account for that little thing. He is That's gone. That's what I was trying to get. I appreciate so it. So now it is the ghast's turn. He is going to try to claw uh, Zacharius again. Uh, rolled a... Oh, wow. Yes. Will a 23 hit you? Yeah. Okay. So he does 10 slashing damage, and I need you to give me another constitution saving throw. Just so you know, so everybody knows, on a scale of like 1 to 24, I'm feeling about a 4 right now. Well, that sucks to be you. Uh, 11? 11. You you succeed. You you avoid muscle stiffness. Okay. Uh, Can so I fake it? it? He's a ghoul, <laughs> but whatever. So you, you look really bad. So Hutch is going to uh, sidestep and get close to you. Um, actually, he's going to... Well, actually, wait. Hold on. Never mind. Hutch doesn't do that. Hutch will... He sees that you're in trouble, so he kind of drops the pretense of the thorn whip, and he will uh, wild shape into a dire wolf, and he jumps... In front of you, uh, Zacharias, and attacks the ghast. So he shifted into a dire wolf. Uh, dire wolves have pack tactics. You are an ally, and you're within five feet of him. Nice. So now he has advantage against the creature. Excellent. So he is going to attack by biting the ghast. He hits the ghast, and he does... 10 piercing damage to the ghast. He bites the ghast on the leg and starts gagging. 
Thank you, there, games. I can keep going if you need. No, thank you. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're positive. We don't want yes. to. Yeah, pretty, pretty fucking sure. Okay. All right. Okay. So that was Hutch's turn. Zombies dead. Um, uh, Sean. Sean is the one. He sees that Zacharius is not doing so well. So he is going to hop off the desk and hustle behind Zacharius, getting between uh, Zacharius. Oh, getting, making sure that the ghast is on the other side of you, Zacharias, and he starts rooting around in his bag, and you hear him say, okay, now, Captain, I want you to grit your teeth really good, because this might hurt a little bit, and then you feel something enter your body. Oh, Captain, my Captain. It's, <laughs> it's not that, you freaking pervert. It's sharp. He's injecting you with something. He He's actually going to use his artificer equipment to cast cure wounds on you, of course. Revenge! <laughs> Matazuma says hello. <laughs> you gonna get got, little man. Alright. So, give roll uh, 1d8. 7. Wait, 7, 8, 9. You, roll, you, yeah, you heal 10 hit points. So he injects something, some alchemical substance into you, and you feel better. And then he he pulls the tool out of you, wipes it off, puts it back in his pocket. That sounds horrible. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, moving right along, that was the artificer's turn. Uh, Zacharias, now it's your turn. So wait, you, wait, you, wait, wait, wait. Shocking grasp. Probably. <laughs> you have a goblin behind you, a dire wolf to the side of you, and a ghast in front of you. It's not like I can power or yeet anything around. Uh, you're surrounded by rubble and wreckage, so yes, you could. It doesn't say that I have to roll to hit or anything. Can you look up the catapult? I will. I will look up catapult. Okay. Is that the spell? Catapult. Catapults. Yeah, we call not, it power word yeet. It's, not, it's, it's, not, it's oh. in the Temple of Elemental Evil. Oh. Which means I might actually. Creature must make a dexterity saving throw or take the damage. Okay. So, yeah. what's a dexterity saving throw and a gas? Uh, it has to 14. It has to beat a 14? Oh, whoa. He rolled a 13. So oh, my. You yeet something at its head. Um, 11. And I fly him to Yes, you. How, so, as a storm sorcerer, tell tell everyone what that looks like when you cast your spell and you fly ten feet backwards. What, how do you do that? Uh, it's like all of my clothes just fill with with wind. Like I just like I've just got this gusty up here. All your clothes are filling with wind, huh? Not like that. Like okay. in a in a in, you know in a cool way. Like cool, like I'm seven and this is funny. Cool or no, <laughs> no, like billowing, like like a sorcerer moving in the wind. So a, a a piece of rock or something, a little bit of the statue that fell off hits the gas, and you go flying backwards. All right, uh, Shenrik, it's your turn. Okay, well I'm gonna come over and hit. Uh, I have advantage, and if I hit, I crit. So that's gonna be fun. Eleven. And 19. 19. So, so you that counts as a crit. 2d8, 5, and 6. Plus that. 
11, 12, 13, 14, 15 damage. 15 damage, and you cut the guest open and... Well, actually, you know, tell me tell me what it looks like when you kill I'm the guest. I'm gonna come and basically... Like, Ugh. Ha, ha, well, only after it's dead. <laughs> like, let's be reasonable here. Um, no, I'm gonna come leaping in with uh, my rapier, and I'm gonna swing down, and we have our friend Hutch that is mod onto it, right? And yep. I'm gonna like basically bring the blade down right in front of his mouth and just <laughs> and cut the gas away from him, mm-hmm. and hopefully that will eliminate the threat. Okay. Which apparently it does. Yeah, and uh, and Gat and the uh, Hutch spits out the hunk of ghast flesh that was in his mouth and he just shakes and he's like wiping his tongue with his with his paw and so you've defeated the the undead doctor and receptionist and uh you have a room of doors where the nurse is stationed in there and we will continue exploring in the next episode